Hello and welcome to episode number one. Wow. Episode number one. We're just starting out and it is the 1st of February and we are kicking off with one of those books that makes people go, oh, that's heavy and rich. Romans. We are going to be reading Romans fresh off the starting blocks. Now, Book of Romans is written by the Apostle Paul, and he wrote it to the early church in Rome. Um, this is a church who we knew quite well, um, as you'll see with a lot of greetings later on in the book. And he wrote it um, as he was trying to prepare them um, when he was not long after this going to travel through to Rome on his way through to Spain. He wrote this in around 57, 58 AD, and it starts off pretty scary. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, but then it, it talks a lot about the fact that we're saved through grace, through our faith, not by all the things that we do. Um, so it comes home strong, but at the beginning, boy, it talks a lot about the law and about how we just don't stack up when we compare ourselves with the law. So let's begin with the book of Romans. Now, I'm going to be reading from the UK version of the NIV Bible. This is the gender-neutral um, version, which I think is great and I am not an Olympic amazing reader but I'm going to do my best and I'm going to stumble and I'm going to make mistakes and I thank you for your graciousness as I do that. So let's begin. Romans 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, the gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures regarding his son, who as to his earthly life was a descendant of David, and who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the Son of God in power by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him we receive grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. And you also are among those Gentiles who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be his holy people, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve in my spirit, is preaching the gospel of his Son, is my witness how constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times, and I pray that now, at last by God's will, the way may be opened for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong, that is, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to come to you, but have been prevented from doing so until now, in order that I might have a harvest among you, just as I have had among the other Gentiles. I am a debtor, both to Greeks and non-Greeks, both to the wise and the foolish. That is why I am so eager to preach the gospel also to you who are in Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness 
that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal human beings, and birds, and animals, and reptiles. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Amen. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones, in the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. Well, Lord, as we read this really challenging open chapter of Romans. We see so clearly ah, the brokenness of humankind. And we thank you that you do not leave us in our brokenness, but you come to us with a, a plan to rescue us with your love and your grace. Help us set our eyes on you today as we encounter all the challenges that the day brings that we can bask in your glory and your righteousness. Uh, we thank you for loving us and reaching out and being active in our lives. Uh, in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. <laughs>